0: THE RETIRED CAT By William Cooper Read for LibriVox.org By Beth Thomas A poet's cat, sedate and grave, As poet well could wish to have, Was much addicted to inquire For nooks to which she might retire, And where, secure as mouse in chink, She might repose, or sit and think. I know not where she caught the trick. Nature, perhaps, herself had cast her In such a mould philosophique, or else she'd learned it off her master sometimes ascending debonair an apple-tree or lofty pear lodged with convenience in the fork she watched the gardener at his work sometimes her ease and solace sought in an old empty watering-pot there wanting nothing save a fan to seem some nymph in her sedan apparelled in exactest sort and ready to be borne to court but love of change it seems has place not only in our wiser race cats also feel as well as we that passions force and so did she her climbing she began to find exposed her too much to the wind and the old utensil of tin was cold and comfortless within she therefore wished instead of those some place of more serene repose where neither cold might come nor air to rudely wanton with her hair and sought it in the likeliest mode within her master's snug abode a drawer it chanced at bottom lined with linen of the softest kind with such as merchants introduce from india for the lady's use a drawer impending o'er the rest half open in the topmost chest of depth enough and none to spare invited her to slumber there puss with delight beyond expression surveyed the scene and took possession recumbent at her ease ere long and lulled by her own humdrum song she left the cares of life behind and slept as she would sleep her last when in came housewifely inclined the chambermaid and shut it fast by no malignity impelled but all unconscious whom it held awakened by the shock cried puss was ever cat attended thus the open drawer was left i see merely to prove a nest for me for soon as i was well composed then came the maid and it was closed how smooth these kerchiefs and how sweet oh what a delicate retreat i will resign myself to rest till sol declining in the west shall call to supper when no doubt susan will come and let me out the evening came the sun descended and Puss remained still unattended. The night rolled tardily away, with her indeed t'was never day. The sprightly morn her course renewed, the evening grey again ensued, and Puss came into mind no more than if entombed the day before. With hunger pinched, and pinched for room, she now presaged approaching doom, nor slept a single wink or purred, conscious of jeopardy incurred that night by chance the poet watching heard an inexplicable scratching his noble heart went pit-a-pat and to himself he said what's that he drew the curtain at his side and forth he peeped but nothing spied yet by his ear directed guest, something imprisoned in the chest and doubtful what with prudent care resolved it should continue there at length, a voice which well he knew—a long and melancholy mew—saluting his poetic ears, consoled him and dispelled his fears. He left his bed. He trod the floor. He gan in haste the drawers explore. The lowest first, and without stop, the rest in order to the top. For 'tis a truth well known to most that whatsoever thing is lost, we seek it ere it come to light in every cranny but the right. Forth skipped the cat, not now replete as erst with airy self-conceit, nor in her own fond apprehension a theme for all the world's attention. But modest, sober, cured of all her notions hyperbolical, and wishing for a place of rest, anything rather than a chest, then stepped the poet into bed with this reflection in his head. Moral. Beware of too sublime a sense of your own worth and consequence. The man who dreams himself so great, and his importance of such weight, that all around in all that's done must move and act for him alone, will learn in school of tribulation the folly of his expectation. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.